All right. Check. Check, 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 check. All right, I'm doing this all by myself. That's right. All by my onesie. Um, <laughs> this should be interesting. Um, I'm going to try to call Brian. Um, and I'm going to try to... Uh, get some stuff looped in here. I'm going to explain everything here in a little bit, but uh, first of all, I just want to make sure that this works right here. Where they at? 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 Ooh, ooh. If you want to go and take a ride with me with three wheeling in the fall with the goldies, oh, why must I live this way? If you want to go and get high with me, smoke a L in the back, the Benzie, oh why must I feel this way? You're listening to Try to Podcast, the show about an aspiring comic and an ex-con trying to start over and make good after years of f***ing it up. Oh yeah, and they, they try to make it radio friendly for some f***ing reason. Now, here are your hosts, Jeremy and Brian. Hey, alright. That's right. It's Jeremy and himself this evening. Jeremy all alone, all by his onesie this evening. So much to get into, so much to talk about, so much to explain, I suppose. Um, Now, I know what some of you are thinking. When I first started this off, I think I might have even said this in one of the intros. Uh, You know, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to trust Brian. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to, you know, it's going to be try to podcast and there might be times where I just have to do this thing alone. Well, after two years of recording, because keep in mind, we didn't uh, we didn't release the first um, few months. We we stockpiled some. So we've been doing this for almost two years now. And this entire time, nothing like that has ever happened. This is the only time that I need to record by myself. And most of this is probably just due to, due to poor planning, um, but we'll, we'll get into that here in just a little bit. So you guys know what I'm doing right now. I, I had the new setup. The new setup, the reason why we couldn't release last week's episode was because I was waiting for this new setup to arrive. I have said new setup, and I'm using it right now, and I sure as hell hope that it's as good as, um, as, good as I hope it is. I said hope twice, so I apologize about that. Let me turn this down. You guys don't need to hear this. Oh, wait a second. That's just almost too easy. Okay. So what are we going to do today? I'm going to try to get Brian on the phone at some point. Might be interesting uh, doing it on here because uh, uh, I didn't think about that in advance. I thought about having him on in advance, but I didn't think about how logistically that was going to happen. But through the miracle of editing it shouldn't be any issue. Um, happy 4th of July, everybody. That was a couple days ago. Um, I didn't blow anything up this year. Nothing. Like nothing. I didn't touch a firework at all. I'm happy about that, to be honest with you. I'm not much of a uh, firework guy. I don't think that uh, people should be wasting their money on it. But uh, that's mostly because these days I'm close to a middle-aged white guy. And um, I just don't understand it. I, don't, I never understood it, though. It's never been something that I understand. But now that I'm getting older and, you know, some might say wiser, but I'm just saying crankier, um, I voice my opinion on it all the time. Uh, probably shouldn't voice it to certain people, including my listeners. So I apologize about that if you are one of the simpletons out there that enjoys fireworks so much. Uh, <laughs> but uh, went to the in-laws' house, had a great time. Oh, guys, 
I played ping pong uh, this weekend for the first time in years, and I'm gonna I'm gonna paint the picture for you. Uh, we're over at uh, producer Sarah uh, over at her aunt and uncle's house. Her cousin had just come home. Um, first time since the quarantine. She lives out in the San Francisco area. She brings in a, a boyfriend, a new boyfriend, meeting him for the first time. He's meeting us for the first time. It's a grand old time. Uh, he's pretty much the reason why we all went over there. I don't know if he knows that yet or not, uh, but uh, he's the reason why we all went over there. But uh, one of her other cousins, he, he got a nice, high-powered, fancy lawyer job in D.C. And uh, he let me know that day that he's leaving. Like This is his last week in Parsons, and I just happened to be there. So I was like, are you telling me this is a going away party? And he said, I guess, uh, I guess so. I guess this is a going away party. So we turned it into a going away party. Um, chock a block with bourbon, booze, and ping pong. Again, I hadn't played ping pong in years. Uh, friend of the show, uh, Caleb, he has played ping pong. He owns a ping pong table. Elliot uh, is the cousin, the aforementioned cousin. He obviously plays ping pong up there all the time. Uh, and then about another buddy named uh, Brent was there. So we're all up there. We're getting a nice little buzz on and it's in an attic. Okay. A full blown, full fledged attic. I'm not joking around when I say I sweat all the way through my shirt playing ping pong that night. It's not something I'm proud of. Never have been proud of my sweat, but I sweat all the way through my, is it sweat or sweated? I sweated. That doesn't sound right. I sweated I sweated all the way through my shirt. That sounds simple. I'm, no, I sweat through my shirt all the way through. But I'm with my buddies. Every, game after game after game. I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning. And you guys know winner stays. Winner stays. I stay, get sweaty, stay, get sweatier, stay, get even sweatier. And long story short, I won uh, all but one game that night. And I was very proud of that. I've been wanting to tell everybody about it, but nobody seems to care. This is the only outlet that I have that uh, people might care that I kicked everyone's ass at ping pong. And I'm making my own self edit right now. That's like the, that's the, I, that's the worst. I need to remember that. Ah, so what am I doing tonight? Um, ping pong? No, I am drinking uh, Weller. Ah, bourbon. Um, because I'm doing this by myself, so I've got to have a little bit of fun. Um, what do we have going on? Uh, well, Brian's not here. I mentioned that earlier. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try to get him on the phone. See if we can do this. Do, 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 da, da. Do, do, da, da, do, ba. Da, 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 do, do, da, da, da. I don't know what I'm doing. Invite. Send message. Guys, you guys are getting the inside scoop on how this works. Now, I texted Brian earlier and said, hey, I'm getting ready to record. Uh, are you going to be able to Zoom with me? And I didn't get a response. So uh, we'll see what happens here. We're on the Zoom. We'll see if he gets the message. If he pops up at some point, fantastic. If he doesn't, that's okay too. That's all right. No big deal. So I reached out on Facebook earlier and uh, let everybody know that I was going to be by myself. And uh, I figured I might just bring that up and uh, have a little conversation with you guys. So let's see what we have here. I said that I am 
Recording all alone tonight should be a fun experience. Any ideas for topics? Producer Rachel, uh, she she asked for a small conspiracy corner. I'm sorry, I did not have that prepared, but uh, we will have one eventually uh, once Brian's back here. Mailbag, voicemails, if there's anything. You know what? I think we're going to get to that. Uh, are you still going to look into finding out who your birth parents are? The answer to that is a resounding yes, absolutely. Um, in fact, I have uh, done a little bit of looking into it already. Oh, let me see here. What do I have wrong here? Oh, that's just too quiet. Boom, baby. That's just too quiet, too. I'm going to turn everything up here. Uh, yeah, the answer is yes. I, I have been looking into it. Um, we are going to go down that road, but since everything has been so weird lately, uh, we kind of put that on hold. Brian uh, is starting to pick up his story about how he got back into prison. The plan the whole time was, you know, Think of another narrative after Brian uh, gets done telling his story, but uh, as is usually the case, Brian is long-winded, and that's been taking quite a while. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, we're we're waiting on that. Um, but I have looked into a couple of sites. Uh, there's a couple of sites out there um, that, that that are helpful. I've got it saved on my phone right here. I'll actually bring that up. Um, as you can imagine, finding finding birth parents is uh, is a thing. Um, it's it's a cottage industry. Uh, so I found a reunion registry. It's uh, International Soundex Reunion Registry. Uh, it's got a P.O. box for Las Vegas, Nevada, so you know it's legit. Um, but apparently there's like an international register uh, that you can sign up for. And if, you know, somebody else out there is trying to find you, then ideally, uh, you know, you would, you'd get a match. It, it, it's like sw- swiping left for your parents. Or is it swiping right? I should prepare these jokes. Um yeah, essentially, this is the Tinder of, of uh, getting back with your parents. Um, so, yeah, I've got this saved on my phone. It's just a matter of, okay, like, when do I really want to do this? And let's, let's be honest, the only reason why I'm doing it is because of the show. So I'm, I'm holding off uh, on, on filling this out because this could turn into something where it's just like, you know, boom, I fill out my information and bring, hey, here are your parents. And then where's the story in that, right? Uh, so I don't, it's not like I want to throw up roadblocks or, um, <laughs> I guess I do kind of want to throw up some roadblocks, but it's not like I, I just don't want it to be too easy because if that's the case, then the narrative is, is, is blown at that point. And I'm not looking to make a, a huge narrative out of this, but I want to make it interesting. Um, so yeah, that's why. Um, but yeah, it's, it's on my mind. It's something I want to do and, uh, we'll be, uh, we'll, we'll be keeping you guys posted. Um, for the love of everything, Sarah says, uh, please do not utter the word mask. Um, I apologize. I just uttered the word mask, uh, but you kind of tricked me into that. I didn't, I didn't intend to do it. I was just reading what you said. So I'd appreciate it if you backed off. Um, but actually I, on there, I was like, Hey, what about, what about the fact that, uh, Schitt's Creek? Have you guys ever heard of Schitt's Creek? Okay. One of you have, uh, it's a, it's a fantastic show. It's uh it's based out of Canada. Um, it's got Eugene Levy and, uh, David Rose is the name of the character and Levy is the last name. I can't remember his first name. Anyway, uh, Eugene Levy's son is the writer. He directs sometimes. He's a showrunner. He's the star of the show. Um, and he's hilarious. And he, it's, it's hard to explain. Um, he's, uh, he, he's pretty androgynous. Um, he is gay, I believe, in the show. But I, I think he starts off as just kind of being completely on the spectrum, like all over the place on the spectrum. Like he, he wasn't necessarily bi, he wasn't necessarily gay, he wasn't necessarily straight. He was just, hey, whatever. Um, but he ends up marrying a dude. I'm going off on the wrong tangent. He wears designer clothes. 
um, like high-end designer clothes that are badass. Like there's a sweater that I want to get of his that's $3,000 and it's just lightning bolts coming off of the collar. That's all it is, but it's awesome. It's really cool. Uh, well, that's, I, I found on Etsy that somebody is, is um, making masks just like that high-end sweater, only it's $10 instead of $3,000. So I'm thinking about getting that mask. I'm sorry, I wasn't going to say mask, but I did get clearance to share this with you on the show, guys. I got clearance. Technically, we're not talking about masks in a should you or shouldn't you fashion. Just talking about fashionable masks. By the way, I remember looking at some images for uh, the 1918 flu, um, the Spanish flu. Can you say Spanish flu? See, that's, that's where my mind goes sometimes. We can't say China flu for good reason. Good reason. We don't say it. It's 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 racist uh, to... to attribute uh, an entire pandemic to one region of the world that could have happened anywhere. Um, and racists love saying it. So therefore it, it becomes kind of racist. Um, but Spanish flu is the same type of thing, right? Can we say Spanish flu? I, is it racist toward the Spaniards? Spaniels? <laughs> I don't know. 1918 flu. Flu of 1918. How about that? Okay. We're going to call it the flu of 1918. Um, I've seen photos of people because it, it went along for a long time. It's a, it, it lasted for multiple seasons, right? Just like uh, just like COVID is doing right now. And it, people decided to get fashionable with it, just like I'm talking here with my David Rose high-end $10 mask that I can't wait to show you guys. People got creative with it. Uh, you had the upper crust of society who was, they, they'd like, Hats were big back then. I don't know if you guys know this. Back in 1918, everybody wore a hat. I've I've read articles of like from 1918, New York Times of like somebody getting hit by a car. A car is brand new. They're talking about how amazing this car is, and then they describe the condition of the hat after the guy was hit by a car. Hats are very important. Very important. Okay, so these hats they had masks on them. You could clip masks to the hat it was very stylish and uh so much so that you know you could uh you could have it on the front or you could uh you could basically put it toward the back of your of your neck because people breathe out of the back of their neck no that's not why uh it would actually just be a decent place to store it and i think it might have been to keep sun off the neck i'm not sure about that i may be attributing something to this story that wasn't there but that's what it looked like to me um where was i I don't know where I was. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, masks. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, I think I might get one of those masks. In fact, she's got a friend. I might, uh, I'll, I'll share this um, uh, when the show posts. Uh, uh, who was it? Serena's got a friend uh, who has, um, who makes these type of things and she can make it for me. So I think I'm going to actually do that. I think I'm going to circle back to this and get one of these uh, for me and my wife. So there you go. Sorry about the word masks, Sarah. Um, Will there be, uh, hopefully, a TTP birthday bash this fall if things get better? The answer lies in door number two. And when you open it, it's a big fat, probably not. Um, sorry, door number two. Um, you had to be the bearer of bad news on this. I can't foresee that happening. Now, this is also me. Hi there. I'm also the guy who um, also says that the NFL is probably not going to play, right? 
Um, I don't think that's going to happen. The NBA is scheduled to start at the end of July. People are dropping like flies. Not from COVID, (laughs) necessarily, but there are people who are concerned about COVID, don't want to play. There are other people who don't want to play a shortened season. Um, They're in contract years, and you know, there's something to be said about not injuring yourself before going into a contract year. Um, there's also the fact that it's probably going to suck. I mean, could you imagine being a multimillionaire athlete who's used to being able to do anything you want and then you're locked in a resort in Orlando um, when the bulk of the resort itself is closed? They're talking about bringing in DJs and having like a junior high dance party type thing because... NBA players, you know, the whole reason why they go to the club is to hang out with their bros. That's the only reason. I don't know if you guys know that. They don't even really really drink there. They just go listen to a live DJ and then scream at their friends um, from across the table because you can't hear anything. But they love it. They don't even, they don't care if women are there. Sometimes women are there, but they don't really care about it. So this is perfect for them. Uh, They can go hang out in the cafeteria with their bros who, by the way, are in different teams, um, so that could get awkward, um, but hang out there because they're not allowed to bring anybody into the resort because that, that would defeat the whole purpose of them essentially you know, playing during a quarantine. They're quarantining themselves in these resorts, and they've got a big bubble that they're playing in. So yeah, they're talking about bringing in DJs. Could you, could you I'm, I'm a 39-year-old man. Um, if I was locked in a hotel for a long time, um, I would not... <laughs> Uh, I would never consider going to some live DJ with a bunch of buddies. I don't care. You guys can go down there and do it. I'll, I'll be up here watching porn. It's just not not for me. Hey, look, uh, Brian's texted me. I'm going to see if I can uh, get him on Zoom right now. One eight seven seven guns for kids. G U N Z guns for kids. One eight seven seven guns for kids. Donate your guns today. You can donate online at gunz4kids.com. That's guns with a Z. Because as a student, I don't always feel safe when my teacher is packing heat. You know she's right. Who's going to be there to stop a bad kid with a gun? Why, the lion leader, of course. Now that's a good kid with a gun. 1877 guns for kids. G U N C guns for kids. 1877 guns for kids. Donate your guns today. Woo. We shall see. I hope this works. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Okay, I'm going to go on to another one here. Another question here. Um, what are some good drinks brands if you're looking to expand your palate on different liquors? Um, I don't have too much to add to that except um, Weller is very good. Um, it's uh, one that I've been kind of moving over to lately. I real And Weller is bourbon, by the way. Um, <clears throat> Buffalo Trace is my favorite it's been my well uh, let me back up there blanton's given any budget uh is my favorite but um from the same distillery you've got buffalo trace 
Uh, it's very good. Weller is another one that's very good. It's kind of been making a little bit of comeback lately. It's really weird when I first started, like when I first started drinking, my buddy would have Weller in his liquor cabinet. Uh, he worked at a liquor store, but he would always mix it with Mountain Dew because we were 22 years old and that sounded like the good thing to do. So I, I always kind of associated Weller with a crappy drink. Like, like a, it's, it's the equivalent of vodka and Gatorade. Okay. We've all done that. Don't act like you're better than vodka and Gatorade, but this is like maybe a step up from that, but still on the same trash heap. It's the same heap of trash that you're on, but at least with the Mountain Dew and Weller, you're a little bit higher up on the, the, the trash heap. So it's not as, not as bad. I'm assuming it's bad to be on the bottom of a trash heap. Don't have to experience everything to know everything, guys. Some things is just logical. So, oh, Brian has entered. Let's let's head him in. Anyway, Weller. Weller is, is uh, my recommendation at this point. It's fantastic. Especially on ice. Oh, it's really good. Um, all right, Brian. Where you at, Brian? Can you hear me? Hey, I can hear you. Wow, yes. Very loud, though. I can't, I can't see you. You can? Uh, no, I cannot, I cannot see you. But do you have any headphones you can put on? Hey. No. No, I I can't. I'm not, that's like, okay. That's okay. Can you can you turn uh turn your speaker down just a little bit? There's a ton of feedback. Okay. Uh, I think that might be better. I can't really hear myself, dude. Can you hear me just fine? What's that? <laughs> can you hear me just fine? No, because I got traffic. Dry. I need to go to the car. Okay. Okay. Hey, tell Nancy it's gonna be like five minute stops. One second. What's that? I said, tell Nancy it's five five minute stops. I can't even hear anything right now, but traffic. We're on like the one strip of freaking Lansing Leavenworth that gets endless traffic, and God only knows where the hell all these people are going because not that many people live in this freaking area. <laughs> I don't know where they're going. It's like a loop. It's like a fake loop of traffic that goes around on this highway. <laughs> I don't know where the hell these people are going. I don't know where they live. <laughs> nonstop, dude, nonstop. Nonstop. Wow, that is a lot of traffic. They live nowhere around here. <laughs> they're just getting paid to drive through. <laughs> I don't I, mean, I don't even know what they're doing. But uh, let me get we're gonna get in the okay. TTP Mobile Two Cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> we're out here live on location at Jarby Shaved Ice. Is that what is that what you're doing? Oh nice. Yeah. So after a hot, brutal day in the shop uh, with, you know, brain-boiling temperatures. Yeah. I, 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 this is one thing I did not think about when I went back to this company is could I put up with more of these summers? Yeah, um, man. I forgot. Last summer was brutal, brutal. on you. Brutal. I mean, it, I, like, agitated. Like, earlier I went into the office to get my – after, after I, I go in in the morning, I get set up, and then I go to the gym. And then I come back to the office when I came back to the office and our janitor was mopping the floor and I couldn't get in to get my eggs and my turkey bacon. <laughs> I walked out the hallway and almost flipped the table over. <laughs> so it's getting to you. <laughs> yeah. The heat, yes. Yes. 
Yeah, roid raging without the roids. Well, hey, I um, I've been going for like uh, twenty five minutes now, and I hadn't, okay. I haven't, I haven't really discussed why you're not here. I, I, I told everybody that you would have the opportunity to discuss uh, why, why you're not available today. Yes, everybody, I'm back in prison. <laughs> I set uh, him up. You knock actually, him down. <laughs> this has all been a lie. I'm actually on a prison phone. Um, <laughs> send me some money. Give me some pen pals. Put some money on my books. <laughs> I got to buy some crunch. Do, do you not want to say why why you're not here? No, it's fine. Okay. okay. Um, I, I got the news that on the 4th of July, my grandma finally died from lung cancer. It's been a four-year battle. Oh, um, it was something we all knew was coming. And uh, it's, uh, you know, so we, we weren't, I didn't know if I was going to be going to Wichita yesterday or how soon my mom wanted me to go back to Wichita. Right. So I just kind of, instead of having you on hold all day, we just went ahead and called it off early. Um, and then tonight I had to do some extra driving after I was just sitting out of work until late. Right. Right. Um, so people know we're, we're, we're doing this at eight twenty now and I'm assuming you probably got, I got out of work just a couple hours ago. Right. Yes, exactly. So that would have made for a long night on top of working extra hours because you're trying to get ahead on hours before you go down to Wichita. Yes, so. I'm making up hours. So whenever I'm going to take vacation, but I'm just trying to get things lined out before I leave. So the the people covering for me don't get, you know, buried in questions they don't have answers to. So just right. trying to be proactive. You're doing the, you're doing the right thing. Um, we do this. I, as- I, and, you know, I'm not used to that, honestly, when it comes to work. <laughs> Right. Typically, I just say, you guys screw me, I screw you. <laughs> but uh, we, uh, so so Nancy and I snuck off to a shaved ice Good place. And um, I feel like a, luckily she's with me because I feel like such a pedophile because <laughs> we're like the only people there without children with us. Yeah. We're like grown adults. And whenever the Zoom started, I'm holding my phone up and. <laughs> It looks like I'm trying to record their children with my camera. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, I'm gonna go to my car yeah. real quick. Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing in there? Hey, good thing Nancy. Let's, good let's th- run, honey. Let's run. Good run. thing she was there because you're right. If you were yeah. by yourself and you just ran over to the car all by yourself Super and, creepy, and right? sat there still, just like still this look- grown man, this grown man with his flower shaved ice cup. That's right. All alone in his car, still talking on the phone. Yeah. Yes. Still doing that. Once again, it's a good thing Nancy is here. Um, hey, I'm recording. Yeah, no I'm recording with the new equipment right now. I'm 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 not just experimenting with getting you on Zoom while you're on the road, and I'm like doing a mostly you know solo podcast. I threw in the added element of a new mixer, uh, Zoom player thing. So this this could be interesting. I've already gone back and listened this to the audio once. Yeah, it's it's an experiment. Uh, <laughs> God dang it. We experimented last week too and we saw what happened. So oh, I don't want to talk about that. Me neither. Uh especially hey, con- wait a second. I gotta turn I gotta turn the TTP Mobile 2 Cruiser <laughs> AC on. Okay. Because boy is hot out here. By the way, we're live on location here. K7 and Jarvie shaved eyes. Jarvie shaved eyes. Cold and nice. Conveniently located next to Lansing Lumber. <laughs> Brian, so you did you write that kind of copy when you were an ad man? At, okay, I'm sorry, what was that, Jimmy? <laughs> did, you, did you write that kind of copy when you were at 93.9? Of course I did. I had to write those corny commercials back in night. You know how much I hate radio commercials, so yes. writing them I hate to do more. Why can't you do more of that now? <laughs> We've got... Well, yeah, 
I guess I can. We were t- but you know what's really funny? What's really funny is watching Nancy's like, what? <laughs> the, the look on her face like right now, like, what in the hell is he doing? What's he even talking about? <laughs> it's I, hilarious. She's over, here, she's over here shaking her head no and laughing right now, but I feel like I'm being judged. Like, like she's like she's seeing me for the first time. <laughs> that does have no, to be but, weird. Uh, uh, so she's we, never seen you, you know, on like, like this. On. Is that what you're saying? What's that? She's never seen you on like this. Is that what you're saying? Oh, well, she's seen me. I mean, like on top of her. Yes, she's seen that. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but no, but no, she's still, she sees this. Yeah. She definitely said, oh my gosh. She, okay. <laughs> yeah. I know she has, she has mixed feelings. No, she likes it. I think, but I no, guess, but, uh, we, we are just out here enjoying the humidity um guys if you have not stepped outside today do yourself a favor go ahead and just stay in stay in it's gross stay in it's gross outside right now it's terrible i went on a walk at 5 30 this morning and it was awful at 5 30 this morning so already yeah 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 you you know like like i already know what my day is going to be like when i when i step outside in the morning and it's already humid at 5 30 you know in my industry, it's going to suck. God, I can't imagine. It's going to suck. All right. But, man. you know, I got I to gotta tell you, man, I got to tell you, the new diet I'm on and the gym, it's really helping with my mood and it's helping with me through this whole thing. Good. I, I got my routine down now. And, of course, you know, Nancy's pretty cool, too. So, <laughs> I, I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm dealing with this right now, but I've said in the past about how I kind of feel numb to these things since all the stuff I've been through. Yeah. And and I'm still kind of there right now. And what I'm feeling mostly currently is guilt that I'm not feeling those feelings. But I really don't know how I really don't know honestly how the funeral is going to affect me. So that will be something different we'll be able to talk about yeah. in the next episode. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, making yourself available, man. I, I know that uh, you, you have a, a ton going on right now. Um I think that's all that I had to, I had, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to pop in a couple commercials actually. Now that I think about it, uh, in, in between these interviews, so we can get, we can get a couple commercials yes. going in there. Pop in the commercials. Did you know you could pop in to Jarvis shaped eyes and they have 74 flavors. You can pop in to your flower cup, flower power at Jarvis shaped eyes can be located on K seven next to Lansing lumber. Pop right. in. All right, that's Brian Dwyer on location. Thanks so much, Brian. We'll talk to you when you're back in studio. All right, this is the TTP Mobile 2 Cruiser signing off. Take care. Take care, buddy. Love you. Bye, Nancy. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you got to say it louder. Bye, Nancy. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. How do I hang this up? No, hey, you, where's you, the chicken parm? You hang do up. Do they have chicken parm? <laughs> Do they have chicken palm? <laughs> How do I turn it off, Jimmy? What button do I push? It's off. <laughs> you know, Brian. Yes? I've heard you had some issues with dates lately. Oh, my God. Tell me about it. I'd like to introduce to you Gray Flannel. Go ahead and Gray spritz Flannel? That's crazy. That was going to be the name of our show. That's right. At one point, we were going to name this show Gray Flannel. We actually have some Gray Flannel here in studio. Who gave this to us? This is from listener Heather. Listener She's, Heather, thank you so much for yeah, sending thank this Thank you. In. Thank you. Gray Flannel Cologne. This is Gray Flannel Cologne. Little little did we know, and I actually, we knew, I just had forgotten about it. 
the the whole story behind gray flannel was actually that it was a a scent that was out there. It was. It was actually very popular back in the day. So I've got some aftershave lotion, okay. lotion and you have. I'm gonna go ahead and spray some of this cologne on. Okay, I'm gonna put this on my wrists like Let's, you do. There we go. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> wow, this is, seems to be some sort, of, some sort of... I might have put oh, too much on. Is this not a mosquito repellent? Oh my god, it does have some DEET in it. Oh, this is... There's some this deet. would be the perfect cologne if you didn't want to get pussy. Oh, that's right! Oh, Brian, so when you go on a Tinder date... <laughs> oh my god. Things are going wrong. Yes. You, you go into the bathroom... Yes, and have some spritz. gray flannel, spray this on, and it's guaranteed... What the hell is in this <laughs> It is guaranteed... <laughs> To not get you a second date. Yeah, this is great. I'm so glad we did not name our show after this disgusting freaking scent. Does this? Does your smell the same? It smells like grass, but not like in a good fresh it cut grass kind of way. It smells like the baby oil that runs down a male stripper's balls. It smells like grass clippings that have been <laughs> like when you don't pick up the poop before you do it. You forget to take it out of the bag. Yeah, and then it just sits in there. It's wet, and your garage. Where do they get the name like Gray Flannel from? Uh, I'm not sure. Anyway, gray like flannels available at any department store. Yeah, that's right. So thanks for donating the cologne. <laughs> Brian will surely not get any dates. I don't after even this. know if that's a gift or it's an insult, but thank you. <laughs> there you have it. There we go. Uh, and I hope you enjoyed that commercial as well that I just cut in there. <laughs> so, oh, geez. It's good to see he's in good spirits. Um, I'm proud of him. I think that uh, something he mentioned just right at the end there. Uh, he said that he's happy, right? He's happy. Um, job's going okay. I mean, his job's going as well as as well as it can. But uh, it seems like his he's got his mind right. He's back in um, a routine. Which let's face it, the older you get, the more you like your routine. I know when I was younger, I liked a little bit of chaos. Didn't even have a calendar. Um, <laughs> you know, now I've got like three three different calendars, four calendars uh, that I consult on a daily basis to make sure that I'm up to date on things because I like to have my routine. Brian's back in a routine. When he was with us, it was a great time. Loved having him here. I can't tell you guys how much I loved having Brian here. Um, but, you know, it, it was tough driving an hour and a half every day to and from work. That's a lot of windshield time early, early in the morning, usually. Um, so didn't have time to work out. It was cold. The coronavirus snuck up on us, you know. So him getting back to Leavenworth, while to me that might seem odd to go like, I can't wait to get to Leavenworth. Uh, that'd be like me. I can't wait to go back to Norwich, Kansas. Like that just doesn't compute for me. But that's, you know. It's where he works. Um, he's got friends up there that he sees on a daily basis. Yes, he had me down here, but that's really all that he had down here. So he's getting back in the groove. He's got himself a lovely lady. Um, and he's, I'm proud of you, buddy. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm acting like you're not even going to hear this, but I'm proud of you, buddy. Uh, keep up the good work. Um, so I wanted to bring something up uh, for you guys. One of the other things that was on the request was, hey, do you have any voicemail? And it turns out we have voicemail. Hey, Jeremy and Brian. This is Amy from Memphis. Hi, Amy. And Brian's impression is terrible. <laughs> I really don't have that much of an accent. But I realize this is a long haul request for something for y'all to try to do. Interesting. I guess like next spring, I am willing to travel to Kansas <gasps> and roller skate with y'all just 
for the heck of it because oh, I don't yeah. even know if you've tried roller skating. Oh, yeah. But you should. It's really good. But unfortunately, all the rinks in Memphis are currently closed for good reason. And I probably am too scared to go to a rink at this time because people are scary and they don't wear masks, <laughs> especially when they're huffing and puffing. So that's the plan for, let's say, next hmm, March. March. Y'all should try to roller skate. Um, She's a big roller skater. Who skating. knows? Brian probably already knows how to. No, hang on. Yeah, that's the plan. Okay. I somehow will make this happen. All right. Thank you, Amy from Memphis. First of all, yes, please come. Um, I know Holmes from uh, the Beverage Minute. He's wanting to come down when all this blows over as well. So maybe we could have a little, you know, podcast crew get together. Uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, actually, that'd be three people from the network. So that'd be that'd be fantastic. Maybe we can get somebody from one of the other shows to come as well. Anyway, uh, so many things. Yes, skating. I resent the fact that you say, who knows, maybe Brian already knows how. What the? I'm the athlete. I'm the athlete in this group. Brian, he can hit a home run. That's all I've seen him do. Everything else, he looks like a frog. Okay? No offense, Brian. But when you shoot the way you shoot when we're playing basketball, kind of froggish. Okay? So, yes, I know how to skate. I don't know how to do some of the stuff that I see you do on your Instagram and your Facebook, Amy, but... I skate, and if you listen to, to borrow a, a bit from Brian, <clears throat> if you listen to episode seven, you'll hear that Guy Shambo won the award for like best something or other. Like I don't know if I can remember then, but I damn sure can't remember right now. Um, like maybe it was like a what is that the limbo was that the limbo or something he won a hat that made him the most popular kid in school and that was at the roller rink so not only did i go to the roller rink but i went enough that i hung out with my 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 mates from school i did that in dallas i did that in and I think I did it a little bit in St. Louis, like as a, a, a kindergartner, but then Chicago too, man, I did that. I did that all over the Midwest. Okay. So yes, I can skate. Can I remember how to skate? I'm not sure. I'm sure it's similar to riding a bike. Um, I hope it's kind of similar to riding a bike, but I know I, ice skating It's similar to that. Okay. So yeah, yes, please come after me scolding you. Uh, I hope you still want to come. But yes, that would be so awesome uh, just to get somebody else down here. Just like it's it's fun to me that we've created this podcast uh, crew, essentially, that I I know you guys from the podcast. And there are people who listen to this show who know you and Jeremy uh, from the podcast, Amy. So um, I'm sure they might be interested as well. And based off of the listenership to this show, uh, even if everybody showed up, um, we could still probably social distance. So <laughs> we could probably do it in October. Maybe that could be our birthday bash. Who knows? Because uh, we could still properly socially distance, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. But thanks, Amy, uh, by the way. What else do we have here? Do we have any other requests? I'm not sure. I believe we do have some other requests here. Not requests, requests, but uh, just, you know, people asking what's going on. Um, what made you start uh, get started in podcasting and where do you hope it goes? Thank you very much. Uh, that's another one from Rachel. Um, I, what got me into podcasting, uh, you ask? Well, 
I, I've always been into radio from, from the get go as a child. I, I loved the radio. <laughs> my, my parents, they grew me up on tapes of preachers and stuff and we'd go on road trips and we'd listen to these, you know, v- evangelical preachers, uh, radio shows and, and stuff like that. I saw what it did to the car. You know, everybody, it was honestly, it sounds miserable <laughs> when I describe it, but you know, Dr. James Dobson, uh, Joyce Meyer, uh, all these people getting up and being very charismatic, telling funny stories, uh, stuff like that. That kind of got me going on that. I used to do radio shows that I would record onto VHS and oh my God, if I could find those at my parents' house, I will, I will play them on the show. Um, but of me, you know, like my dad had a little microphone, uh, crappy, like 70s microphone because we never had anything brand new in the 80s when I was growing up. It was all, you know, a little bit older and um, it, would, it would like plug into the stereo and I could talk into it when I realized that it was like coming out of the speakers and stuff. I'd be like, oh, my God, I can I can play with this. And I I would do radio shows um, where I'd play Christian music and I'd talk up the songs and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure it was horrible, but in my mind, it was fantastic. I uh, never went back and listened to them. Like I would just do them, throw them in a pile, and then I'd, I'd do it again. I probably did it 10, 15 times. Um, but then I, I also had like a little red cassette tape player um, that I had with me at all times for <laughs> dumb reasons. God, if I can keep my train of thought, I might take this tangent and, and, and tell you all about it. Um, I, like I said, I grew up in a very religious home and my, uh, I was having nightmares and my parents thought that, um, I was possessed by a demon or the devil. I'm not sure. They thought it was one or the other. I don't think they thought, I don't think they thought I was good enough for the devil. You know, that would be a pretty lofty goal. Even if you're talking about, you know, being, um, possessed by something. Uh, I just don't think that, you know, I I would rise to the level or the depth of Satan himself needing to take me over, but, um, a demon. And so, uh, they had like a a preacher, a pastor come over. I don't even know. I think it might've just been like a, a uh, Christian psychologist. I'm not sure, but they came, he came over and they, oh, they had holy water, even though we weren't Catholic. So I don't know where the holy water came from. I don't know if he had to beat like a, a priest up for it or something, but he did the holy water shtick throughout the house and gave my mom a tape player for me to listen to. And all it was, was like hymns, Hymn, but not hymns. It's 1980s evangelical Jehovah Jireh my provider his grace is sufficient for me for me for me that was my favorite part of that song uh as the deer panteth for the water so my soul longeth after thee those these these songs and I loved it and I would talk those songs up uh <laughs> and but anyway I had this red tape player with me everywhere I went in the house because I didn't never knew when I was going to fall asleep I uh, just passed out at random times, um, but I was afraid to fall asleep. So uh, <laughs> because I thought I was possessed by the devil and this Christian music was going to save me. So I, I listened to that stuff for years, but I would also, since I had this red thing with me at all times, anytime I had an idea, anytime I, I would, I would sit around and like talk to my friends and I'd record it. Never really went back and listened to it. It's funny, but I've always done it. When I got into college, I, I joined the radio department <laughs> for, for one semester but I just wanted to get to it. I didn't want to take classes. So I would just show up for the practicum part of it. I wouldn't go to class. And 
I don't know. Maybe it's because it was the radio department, but they didn't seem to care that I, did, I wasn't in class, but I'd show up and I'd be on the radio. Um, DJ Aramie, uh, I think we've talked about that in the past, but Brian would come on and do characters. Um, try to think. I don't think Soup ever came on, but my, my, another buddy of mine, uh, Caleb, uh, different Caleb, that we've talked about him a couple times on the show. You know, I would get my friends together just like I do on a podcast and I would do a radio show and it was dumb. It was horrible. I've, I've said this before too. We used to take, um, uh, <laughs> we used to take collect calls from uh, the prisoners at El Dorado uh, Maximum, uh, whatever it's called. And it, where Dennis Rader was, BTK. Um, but they'd call and, hey, play some Rage. You know, you're getting a collect call from, hey, play some Rage. And uh, <laughs> do you accept the charges? And you, okay, and you'd, you'd play it. We got fan mail from the prisoners. Um, so I've always done it. And then uh, got, into, got out of college, uh, communications major. Um, there wasn't much outlet for me to be creative. Um, I was listening to a bunch of podcasts, listening to the Michael Mara show, uh, was one of my favorites, uh, Adam Carolla back in the day. I enjoyed him. Um, and you know, Mark Maron, stuff like that. And, uh, I was inspired. Um, Michael Mara was actually like, uh, he was in like the fourth biggest market, uh, DC. Um, he used to be on up against like Opie and Anthony and Howard Stern and stuff. Uh, him and his, his partner, uh, Don, Don and Mike show. Um, and then hearing them move over to the, uh, podcast universe was just like, Oh my God, this is, this is the future. And it would like, it would inspire me. And they'd actually do a radio show. Like it was a podcast. Yes, but it was a radio show. They, you know, they've got music coming in and out. They've got like a, they had a weatherman, not a weatherman, a newsman at the time. Uh, they've, you know, they talk about pop culture, but they talk about news and events as well. And it's, it was a daily show. They, they had ad breaks and stuff like that. It was a, it was a legit radio show, uh, that was still going on. Uh, but I thought it was really cool. Uh, so that inspired me. And I, I started a show called uh, Eureka Podcast uh, with one of my best friends, Craig. Um, this is probably going to be the most we talk about that because uh, Brian always shuts it down. But I did that for five years. Uh, we took a little hiatus for like six months at one point. But, um, you know, we we had a ton of fun. We started off with just a uh, uh, just a, a piddly ass mic from um i always want to say it was a gaming mic but uh i think my buddy craig um disagrees with me um but it was his mic so he'd know a lot better but we graduated up to like a, a yeti mic that brian used to use when we first started the show um and we used to do it in my shed uh in parsons it was so much fun just going out there and drinking in the shed and screaming at each other um about childhood essentially because we had nothing else to talk about we were living in parsons in pittsburgh uh but it was a ton of fun okay that's where i got to know uh jeremy from the beverage minutes where i got to know amy uh jesse who does the intro he does i doubt it was dollamore um amy does earbuds and earworms uh you know these i i got to know all of these people and i got this itch um there was a time where i was doing two podcasts at once um i was doing eureka podcast i was on the road working 11 hour days I did Eureka podcast. Um, I was editing at that time because when I first started doing it, uh, Craig was editing and he taught me how to edit. Uh, so thank you very much for that, Craig. Um, but uh, another buddy of mine uh, started a, a podcast network called Universe Head, uh, still going strong out of uh, out of Chicago. 
And uh, I did one season of something called the Breakdown Breakdown, um, where I would, you know, uh, uh, Christian Bale, um, he had that breakdown on the set of Terminator Salvation. Uh, oh, good for you. I, I broke that down. I broke down the breakdown. So celebrities would have breakdowns and I would break them down. I break down the breakdown. Um, that was a ton of fun, but it was, like I said, I was working a ton. I already had one podcast, um, doing another one while I was on the road, working 20 out of 21 days, 10 days, uh, 10 hours a day. You do it for three weeks, you know, you come home and you, and you get to sleep for a week and go and go do it again. So I, it, I was tired. I couldn't do, uh, both of them. So I chose to continue doing, uh, Eureka instead. And then, uh, Eureka, it came to, uh, a natural conclusion, um, again, after doing it for five years, uh, so much fun. Um, it was crazy. I bawled like a baby, uh, the first time we ended cause we had like a little hiatus, but second time it felt good. It's like, yeah, this is, this is good. This is time. Um, you know, the whole time that we were doing, uh, Eureka podcast, Brian was in prison that five years, uh, pretty much from the time that we started. I remember doing one of the first shows in that shed and it opened with me telling Craig about, uh, Brian being, um, arrested or worried about him. You can hear me talking about it in there. And then at the end of the Eureka podcast run, Brian gets out of prison and he came on the show as a guest to talk about his experience. Um, and the whole time he was in prison, I I don't think, you know, I, I hope this wouldn't offend Craig, but you know, the entire time he was in prison, I was thinking about starting a podcast with Brian when he got out. Like I knew it was going to happen. We had talked about it. It's like, I have to work with you again because we, we did so much in college. Um, we did, we, we just did, we had so much fun, whether it was, you know, the shows that we were doing parties, we were going to, um, hanging out with each other, just, we, we loved and we work with each other. Like we inspire each other. Um, I consider him my comic, uh, teacher in essence. I was a completely different person before I met him. So, um, I'm like, I got to work with you again when you get out. And I kind of considered almost a carrot on a stick for him to be, I don't know if it, ever, if it ever was, but like it's something to look forward to when he got out, right? So um, he got out. He was interested in doing it, and we didn't know what the what the hell it was going to be. Uh, we got a small, but we got a fierce listenership. Um, appreciate the crap out of you guys. Um, it makes us want to continue doing it on a night like this, where you know we 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 couldn't make our schedules work, um, but we could figure something out. Right. I was like, I can do this. I can call you. You know, you don't have to make the drive down here. He didn't have my mic up there with him. And, you know, take 10 minutes and we'll get you on the show. It'll be fun. And, you know, he made time for it, too. So it's just awesome. We love doing it. Uh, We can't wait to keep doing it. I can't wait for everybody to be responsible. And I'm sorry, Sarah. Uh, I told you I wasn't going to talk about this, but mask, mask up, mask up, man. It's not for you. It's for everybody else. If I've got something and I'm wearing a mask, you're less likely to get it if I have it. And if both of us are wearing masks, that increases the chances that you're going to be okay and that the other person is going to be okay. Because if everybody's wearing masks, it just drastically reduces the chances. And maybe instead of us going into 2021, um, not being able to go to concerts, movies, live our normal everyday lives, travel... Um, see your parents. I mean, I don't see my parents all that often, but, <laughs> uh, I haven't seen them since Christmas and that's six months. It's almost seven months now. Um, since I, I guess I saw him, God, just before, sorry, just before the pandemic, 
that's what I forgot. Just before the pandemic, we were crammed into a uh, cheesecake factory with hundreds of other people uh, stacked on top of each other. I don't know if you realize that's how they do that in uh, in uh, cheesecake factory. If you haven't been there in a while, they did a little bit of remodeling, and what used to be two floors is now three. So I mean, you're really just literally just stacked on top. You almost have to duck through the doorways sometimes. Um, that's not true. I didn't. <laughs> they didn't do that, but it felt like it. Like looking back on it, that was March seventh. Um, the very next week, my company sent everybody home, and everything changed. <laughs> so anyway, wear the masks. Uh, that's all I'm asking for. Um, last last week, that's where we're all in. Uh, give you an update. We're we're still trying to get back in touch with um, Fireside. Uh, the, the amazing barbecue joint that had us there last week and I completely messed up the audio and it's, it's going to be a lost episode until our schedules can line up. Uh, really want to go back over there. Uh, I'm worried though, because they gave, they comped so much food for us and it didn't, it didn't work. Um, and I, I'm, I'm worried that they think that like, I'm expecting them to, to bring it out like that again. No. No, I will. I'm gonna foot the bill um, for for everything. So like, even if uh, even if you guys um, uh, there at Fireside, whoever's gonna be uh, chatting with us, um, we're gonna pay for your food too uh, and your drinks. You know, so um, hopefully we can get that to sort out because it was so much fun. Uh, but that's what we're trying to look forward to right now is, is going out and doing stuff like that. That's why I got the new equipment, um, so that we can go out and actually have the good audio. Uh, and that's why I'm playing around with it right now. Anyway, I've been rambling for a long time, guys. I was worried about filling, <laughs> filling a full hour, but I believe, I believe we did, uh, got a little bit of history, uh, for the show history of, of where podcasting comes from for me. Um, looking forward to hearing from Brian. It's always nice to go home and see family, uh, even under awkward, not awkward, even under, you know, just sad experiences. Um, I remember when my grandmother passed away going home, it was, uh, really bittersweet. Same type of situation. She was like 90, uh, 97, 96, 98. I don't know. Once you're past 90. Um, so everybody was expecting it. She'd been rest home for a while anyway. So, um, Pardon me. It's, uh, it can, you know, it can, it can mess with your emotions. So I'm interested in hearing how everything goes, uh, when he gets back. And that's, uh, that's all I've got for you guys. Uh, again, I appreciate everything that you guys do. I hope, uh, hope you guys end up enjoying this, uh, this, this one hour episode and eh, this one hour, this solo episode and, um, come on back next week. Thanks again, guys. Don't forget to visit trytopodcast.com or look for the boys on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching for Try to Podcast. And for God's sake, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's literally the least you can do, and it goes a long way to help the show. saw a truck full of pigs today piglets tiny little pigs little snoots sticking out it's the cutest thing in the world until you kind of realize where they're probably going i mean i i guess people don't eat baby pigs i guess this is the best possible scenario for them
you're seeing the the best part of this little piglet's life. He, he's get, he's going off and he's going to get fattened up. And who doesn't like to put on a couple pounds? <clears throat> Let's see. Um, Brian. I'll give his cell phone number out. That'll help. Oh, gosh darn it. <laughs> the magic of editing. Yada-da-da-da. The magic of editing. Ba-ba-ba.